Hello everyone and welcome to Speak Brave Podcast. I'm super excited. Today I have a special guest, my friend Scott Howard. And Scott actually will be talking about a few things that in the show, but I want to give him a proper introduction. Scott Howard is a well-recognized and a successful graphic designer and illustrator. And in, in the creative world, he is a force to be reckoned with. His work has been included in the creation of more than 150 logos, package design, advertising promotions for a wide variety of companies and advertising agencies. Remember the name, Artsy Ant. Scott is a creator, author and illustrator of an amazing one-of-a-kind book named The Artsy Ant Alphabet Art Adventures. It is filled with search and find fun detailed coloring art pages and fascinating adventures that carry encouraging messages of self-confidence and friendship for kids and adults of all ages. So Scott is here in the studio and he carries with him a reputation for creating in, for creatively inspiring all ages. So today I suspect he'll be creating and inspiring all of us. So let's welcome Scott. Hey Scott. Hey Mark. Welcome to the show. I hope I give up you I hope I gave you a proper introduction. <laughs> You, um, you, you did. You're awesome. Thanks. I want to make sure that everyone knows of your accolades, your background, and who you are. So, Scott, let me ask you the first question. How did you become you? What made you who you are today? That's a long story, probably. We're not the same person at 60 years old that we were as children in our 20s, our 30s, our 40s, and maybe even 50s. Uh, as you're aware... It's constantly changing, events happen, circumstances happen. Sometimes the best things help to move us forward and sometimes even the most, uh, what feels like the most devastating circumstances in our life, actually we learn the most from and develop the most from. And I'm one of those people. I've had a lot of circumstances in my life, so there's a lot that could go into answering that question. Well, if you would... As we sit here recording this podcast, and we had a chance to talk just a few minutes before we started, you have a interesting history, right? You have so many things that have influenced you, right? And right. we talk about influence because influence helps us to travel well in life. And I want to get your thoughts about influence, um, self-influence, influence of others, influence from others onto us. Okay, I'll tell you what, I, I do already know that I'm going to be coming back to meet with you again for another podcast. Yes, that's true. On this one, how about if I stick with the more personal influences, okay. family and such, and when I come back the next time, we'll talk more about the business influences, how success has developed. Does that make sense? That's perfectly fine. So let's go back first. As a child, I was very fortunate to have a father who believed in positive thinking and the power of our minds uh, before positive thinking was positive. This, <laughs> we're talking about 50, 60 years ago. He uh, taught everybody around him that you can be and do anything you put your mind to. To grow up with a father like that is rewarding in its own. Oddly enough, I had a mother who was much more pessimistic. She had one illness after another. She took medications. Uh, needless to say, she did not live a long life, and it was mostly because of health. She was a cigarette smoker, and uh, the, the, the seeing the two different directions was an influence. My father, 
I'll tell you a short story. When I was a kid, he would always say, what do you want to be when you grow up? What kid hasn't heard that? For me as a kid, I loved pancakes. My dream was to grow up and work in a pancake restaurant. So at 15, I went out. First day of summer vacation, I went out and got myself a job as a busboy at a Bickford's Pancake House in Massachusetts. What is it again? It was called Bickford's Pancake House. Well, my father... A couple, couple days, within a few days, said, "Well, Scott, you've achieved all of your goals. What are you going to do next?" <laughs> so, it, it it happened that I actually had an an artistic talent, a mm-hmm. gift as an artist, that was recognized quite early, and I made the decision that I wanted to go into being an artist. My dream at the time was to actually do film animation because I like Saturday morning cartoons, so. I chose art as my direction. But again, it was that influence by my father that you can be and do anything you put your mind to, which really gave that direction. And and that pushed me through a lot of things. What do you, um, can you tell us another story about your father? Something else that sticks in your mind or something that very near and dear that we can also relate to? He, uh, one of the things he, he was reading books like the magic of thinking big and yeah. positive thinking dale carnegie and mm-hmm. and Vin, um several vincent peel right? yeah and napoleon hill things right. like that way back when i was a young kid as a graduation present when i graduated from high school he put me through a course that was called silva's mind development back at that time and we got some kind of something going <laughs> yeah. off here. I don't know if they can hear it on the uh, on the speaker, but there's some something going off in the background. Uh, this course was called Silver's Mind Development, and it was a two weekend course uh-huh. in which they were teaching us powers of our mind that most people are not aware of. Mm-hmm. The earlier parts of the course were simple things like projecting ahead of time before you get to a parking lot that there will be a space for you up front, uh-huh. and by doing that, they're usually tended to be. Later on, you actually learned healing techniques. Uh, There were several things that you developed skills. And I'll tell you, this was back in the 1970s, and I came out of some of those day-long sessions feeling like I was tripping. I I I was so high from the experience of the day. Wow. That, that, it was like your mind is just so opened and so many things happening. And it was my father's influence who gave me that gift. And at the time, I was kind of thinking, that's going to take two of my weekends to go to that. <laughs> but I got more out of it than I can possibly express. Uh, just as far as from that point on, realizing that there were abilities in our brains that most people are just completely unaware of. And do you believe that we are not aware of them because we don't care, we're too distracted, we're too lazy, or we just give up? What, what, what do you think is stopping us from well, really one, going one, further? One, those are not things that are taught in most schools. So there's not that influence. And we keep mm-hmm. coming back to that word influence, right, right, but right. there's not that influence to young people growing up. They're not taught oh, your brain has this ability for healing. You, you have the ability in your mind to visualize things and make them come true through the actions you take. They don't teach that in school. It takes 
a person who somewhere along the line in their life to decide to follow a path of self-development and self-improvement and want to have that desire to learn more and realize that that no matter what you know, there's always more to learn. Mm-hmm. And there's the, probably the percentage of people who follow that path is a smaller percentage. I, I could only guess 10% of the population maybe follow that self-development, self-improvement path and get those influences which help to teach us uh, abilities beyond those of mortal men, you know. So. Right. right. <laughs> oh, I, I like that. So we talked about your childhood just a little bit, talked about your father and the influences that he have made on you. Can you talk about some of the things that have happened in your life? And what I want to ask you is, would you share with us a moment, maybe a time or a place of failure, a personal failure or something that have happened that may have hurt or may have been tough in that moment, but you made it out. What made you, you know, made it out? What what decision did you make? What, okay. what were you exposed to? Can you talk about that? Sure. Uh, to start the first part of your question, there were several things that that positive mindset helped me through. For instance, I went in the service after high school and I guess, I, I guess even taking a step back from that, in my early grades, I was actually praised for having a high IQ. And I'm talking about young grade school. About the time I went into high school, I was about 15 when my parents divorced. It was a nasty divorce. I started hanging out with people who were, again, back in the early 70s, Uh, the hippie generation, Mm -hmm. and I was influenced by those things that that came from that generation. And I did not perceive it as bad at the time. To me, life was a party. (laughs) Well, needless to say, my grades ended up dropping, and through high school, I probably had a C average, except I got A's in art, but courses like math and English, I probably was carrying D's just enough to graduate. Because of that, I could not go to the art schools that I wanted to go to. Mm -hmm. So instead, I joined the service. But I did know that you could choose a job of your choice in the service. I chose to be a graphic designer and illustrator in the Army. Mm -hmm. And if if I went in for three years instead of two, I could actually choose where I wanted to go. I chose California. So I ended up with a job in the Army as a graphic designer and illustrator living on the coast in California, Monterey. Wow. So when I got out after three years, I stayed in California. I went to Monterey Peninsula College, and then I went to Southern California to Cal State University in Fullerton. And from that, I was able to make further choices. If not for going in the service, more than likely, I would have followed a path of taking an average job, having to work in jobs that I didn't really want to do for my life. By the time I was 17, working in a pancake house restaurant was not what I wanted anymore. <laughs> right. Probably, now to get back to your, your next part, so there was one lesson in that in which something good came from my 
I'll call it my failures in high school mm -hmm. to keep up my grades. I wasn't doing my homework. I ended up in the service. I kind of learned a valuable lesson in that. Now, I had some good times in the service, but when I got out and I was ready to go to college, I now had to pay my way through college. I didn't have scholarships. I, didn't, I had some veterans funding to help pay the way, but I still had to go and take a job while I worked my way through college. There was a lesson that if I had kept up my grades in school, I probably could have got a scholarship. If my grades were the best, I could have had my whole schooling paid for. So mm -hmm. there was a lesson to be learned and I had to change from that. The next one, and, and I'm going to go into this, and this is to your question, was probably the most painful lesson in my life. And like all of us, I, I've had losses. I've, right. my, my parents have both passed. I've had uh, good friends who died in car accidents. Uh, I've, I've had, I've been hurt myself. I've ended up in the hospital over things which, which were outside, just required healing. But to me, the most painful thing in my life was a divorce. I got married shortly after I got out of college, was married for just short of seven years. When uh, the wife I was married to, uh, first I will say I probably took a lot for granted. I was young. Uh, got married at 26 and divorced at 33, and I think I took a lot for granted, and she met somebody else who she thought would be better for her in her future. She basically said, Scott, I've decided I want to go in another direction. It was also then that I discovered that there was somebody else, and I didn't want the divorce. And for about a year, I would say that I grieved. I grieved like a person who's lost somebody to death. Uh, uh, she didn't want to have anything to do with me, and I, uh, I think I spent a year where I could not get through a day without crying. I uh, did start dating probably six months after we separated and the divorce was coming close to final. And in hindsight, it was one of the most painful periods in my life, probably internally it was it hurt more than anything i've ever experienced but the life i've had since then the other relationships i've had it, it taught me to be a better person to be a better partner to to uh put more into it to, to be just to to it, it taught me I, I learned my lesson from it some people don't. Some some go through such things, and all they want to do is point fingers and blame, and and they don't accept the responsibility for their part in it. Uh, me, I did. I would even say that it was probably about ten years ago, and, and I divorced in 1990. Mm -hmm. It was probably about ten years ago. I I was just about 50 when I was really getting back into self development and self improvement and working on my book and becoming a speaker and studying some of those self-development masters, we'll call them. Mm -hmm. And they kept talking about forgiveness. And there were a few times in my life that there were people who I had felt had really betrayed me and I still held these grudges against them and actually kind of hoped they could die an evil death. And, right, you know, right, right. But, wow. yeah. um, and, and maybe not really to that extent, but I just kind of hoped in karma would come back and, and get them. But it was in realizing that aspect of forgiveness. And my wife was one of those people I felt like I needed to forgive. And when I really made that decision, not only did I just make it in my own mind, 
but I called her up and without really saying I forgive you, I called and I was just friendly and I just said, I just wanted to see how you're doing and been thinking of you and hope you're doing well and what's happening in your life. And, uh, and we had about probably about a 45 minute conversation that was one of the friendliest I'd had in 25 years with her. So since then, I felt like between her and some of the few other people that I felt that Mm -hmm. sense of anger toward, since releasing that, I, I I can say it was life changing. It's life changing. It does, you know, it doesn't mean forgiveness does not mean you forget, mm-hmm. but it means you let it go. It, it isn't going to affect you anymore. I'm not going to hold on to the anger or the sadness or the hurt or whatever anymore. And I can one final thing from that is I've never married again, but I've had uh, a few serious relationships since since then. Uh, each one did end, or I wouldn't have had the next one. Sometimes it was me who ended it. Sometimes it was the woman. There were a couple of times I got hurt, but I, because of that one big experience with my the, the loss of my wife and my marriage, I was able to let go of any hurt much quicker and just move on and realize life goes on. And the sooner you can put it behind you and look forward to the next relationship, meeting somebody new, uh, the better it is. And I also found that those times between relationships when I was single and I, I don't want to say alone because I've yeah. always had friends, right. but I got more out of learning so much from my about myself yeah. and for myself yeah. and grew and developed and, and uh, figured out what I really wanted in my life and made, wow. de- made decisions like, okay, I don't want an alcoholic woman for, for a relationship <laughs> yeah. or... Yeah. Or I want somebody who has somewhat of a professional mind themselves, uh, who you know, different yeah. decisions and choices, and and it helped me to not allow me to end up in a relationship that wasn't right for me, and right from the beginning. Scott, what a powerful story! A powerful story because there's so much I'm looking forward to actually publishing this episode and listening to it over and over and over again. <laughs> well, I think, I think in this case, though, we all have something like that in their stories. Some, some people might have lifelong marriages or relationships, and some of them are miserable. Uh, some, sometimes it's a matter of losing somebody close in their life. Uh, uh, we've, there have been wars in the past 20, 30 years in which our children have gone off and and. and could have been killed or it came back changed. And, and I've got stories of friends who have been through that. Uh, people die in car accidents, people die of sickness. Uh, sometimes it's our parents, sometimes, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the world which may not necessarily be uh, positive that, yeah. that, that, that take people's energy away. And I've, I've learned that those things that we don't have control over, we have to, it's not, that, again, we, we have to kind of forgive, not forget, but we have to find within the power of our own minds how to be able to move on from it, to find that happiness that we within deserve yourself, in our lives right? because life is short for all of us and our time's going to come and we're going to be gone too. Do we want the people we leave behind to grieve for the rest of their lives over our being gone or do we want them 
to go on and live happy, productive lives. And wow. again, we don't forget we don't forget the instances, we don't forget the traumas and the and the problems. We all have them. We all have difficulties and challenges and sometimes it's job losses, sometimes it's companies that fail yes. that we that we yes. work with or yes. own. Uh, uh, sometimes it's financial difficulties that, you know, and it, it can be any number of things that we face and we just have to know and understand that how we view it, how it's in our mind, how we view it is what makes a difference. Wow. That is beautiful. Uh, Scott, we're coming to the end of this episode. Can you believe it? That was fast. That was fast. <laughs> I'm fascinated and I'm also... I'm very honored that you were able to share this with us, with uh, the audience of Speak Brave, and you are so open and generous with your information. So, would you? T- you're gonna come back, and we're gonna yes. do another one. Uh, but in the meantime, could you tell the uh, viewers if somebody would like to get in touch with you, invite you to speak at their conference or organization? Best way to get in contact with you. Okay. First, Mark, I'm going to compliment you. I was excited about coming here because I see you as a like-minded person. I believe for what we know of each other, our friendship, that we are on the same path, whether it's spiritually, mentally, we're on a similar path. I think I've got 20 years on you, but other than that, (laughs) other than that, we're we're on a similar path. And for that, I was excited about just coming here and meeting with you and uh and spending that time i wish i now could turn it around and ask you 20 questions <laughs> <laughs> another time another time but this, this uh, as far, episode, as, far yeah, as, as uh reaching out to me uh, i i actually have a few websites so i'm going to start with my email can i give, yes, give my email absolutely. online it is scott s-c-o-t-t at my scott art m-y-s-c-o-t-t-a-r-t Dot com. You can reach me through my email. If you'd like to check out my websites, I do have myscottart.com. I've got one, Scott Howard Speaks, and that's S-C-O-T-T-H-O-W-A-R-D Speaks.com. And finally, for my book, I'd love for you to just go and check it out anyways, if nothing else, just, just to take a look at how unique this book is. It is artsyantbook.com, A-R-T-S-Y-A-N-T, book.com. And this book, I actually spent over five years and 5,000 hours creating this. It is an, an adult coloring book and a kid's coloring book. It has search and find in it and inspiring stories, adventure stories with messages, little bit of everything there. So if you'd like to learn more about me, any of those subject matters, please go in those directions, and I'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. I will be checking out the book. I'll be checking out your website. Um, I'm truly honored that you have come and shared with us. And everyone, check out Scott Howard Speaks or the his book, uh, which is amazing. It's a great gift coming up uh, for children, adults, your loved ones. I think... Gifts are an expression of love. So I think this could be a perfect gift for that that as well. So thank you, everyone, for listening. I'll see you next time. Thank you, Mark. And don't forget to speak brave.